0: I tried to click the two record buttons, and my my timing is so off. I haven't done it in so long.
1: Well, it has been a while, hasn't it, since we've oh done a um, podcast recording. Oh no. it, almost, it almost feels like we're newbies again. Let's not revert back to the first episode, Ryan.
0: We've already got your lighter going, just like the first episode, so we're well on our way. <laughs> oh,
1: Damn it, fucking thing.
0: Have you not gotten a new lighter yet, Shane? Come on.
1: Oh, I've had many new lighters. I've had many new flints and copious amounts of gas.
0: That I believe.
1: You'd be amazed at the amount of fucking money I spend on lighters and flint, Bastard things.
0: Do you have, like, a fancy lighter?
1: I have a go-to lighter. It's black and silver.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a clipper lighter. And I've had it for years. One of these days, it's going to give up the ghost. And I'm going to be like, ah, damn it. And it's going to happen at that that moment I need it the most. Like, in the, like, there was a horror movie I saw where a guy created a cigarette holder and lighter and he pressed a button, and a lit cigarette comes out of the top.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I can't remember what the film was, but it was like this crucial moment when his, his, his it didn't work throughout the entire film, and then right at the end of the movie, when he's about to blow up the bad guy, his cigarette lighter works, and he takes a puff of the cigarette and throws it at the creature, and it blows up.
0: <laughs> In slow-mo, of course. Oh, Yeah. yeah. for the life of me,
1: I don't remember what that film is.
0: That sounds like a hundred movies.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That's why I don't remember what it is, but I remember the guy had a white bloodstained shirt and he had really shit-looking hair and glasses.
0: Oh, so it was in the 90s? Possibly. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, there's like dust on my microphone. Gross. And cat hair, a lot of
1: cat hair.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of dust on mine too.
1: Oh boy. There's a lot of dust on mine, but I just don't clean it, so that's my excuse.
3: Uh, oh boy Mike. I'm so tired. My new uh shift at work, I, I started working four to midnights. Ugh. And uh Yeah, I drive to work now, which is nice, but you know Oh, so I,
0: you can't take the train back that
3: late? I could, but I don't want to. I can't say, and, yeah, it's you know midnight downtown Chicago is kind of rough, but it only takes me a lot. Like, of, that's a whole lot of homeless people you're going to have to fight. Yeah, I mean, there's not that much, or not that many homeless people, but the ones that are out that late, I don't want to.
1: <laughs> I don't wanna really want really run into. That's really funny. I have got a friend of mine who's actually traveling to Chicago for a week. Oh, with cool. His wife. Right, he's going with his wife and I met, he posted it on Facebook and I said, Oh, when do you head off? And he was like, Oh, in a couple of weeks. I went, I've got a friend who lives in Chicago. I said it's really fucking rough out there. I said, be careful. Went, oh, cheers for that. Now that I'm really looking forward to going. I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> no.
3: I mean that I've taken I've been taking a train downtown for about three years now. And the only thing that's really happened to me is some homeless guy punched me in the arm. What a That's not a bad record. Yeah, I mean, that was once in three years, so...
1: That's impressive.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, there's people who smoke on the train and do drugs, and homeless people take baths and shit on there. But, you know, it's not bad. Hmm. But now, since I drive, it only takes me, like, 25 minutes to get home, because there's nobody out that late. And the people who are, they drive like assholes, so... Yeah.
1: Are you one of them, Mike?
3: No, actually, I hit a pothole last week, and it was like the mother of all potholes. Oh. It was the pothole by Midway, and I hit it so hard, and then my low tire pressure light comes on, and I'm like, fuck. And I actually, it, was, it was raining, too, so I ended up driving home. It was like 15 minutes from there, and I was shitting my pants, but it wasn't that flat. So the next day, I look at it in the morning, and my rim is bent to hell.
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
3: so I was looking at it. I'm like, maybe I could pound that back in, but I'm not really 100% sure. (laughs) So I take it to my mechanic, and my mechanic's like, I could pound that back in. So he just took a mallet to it, and he was just going at it because my rim's metal, so that's what helped. And he did a leak test on it, and I put my tire back on. I was on a donut for like three days. And uh, I put my tire back on, and <laughs> it's been fine ever since. But I do not go that way anymore. <laughs> <least>. <laughs> so
1: you, yeah that
0: that's you, the worst. Yeah,
1: that sucked. So I happened to get a rim job last week, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it wasn't
3: as uh, cracked up as people make it out to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like all those videos I studied. <laughs> Oh, Alright, you guys are also going to be listening to my dogs, as you can probably hear them losing their fucking minds. <laughs> well, that's okay. Because that's always a bonus. Well, that's Elisa, okay. Elisa just left the house, so they're out of their fucking minds right now. <laughs> I, one of them just ran by me, so but they're downstairs, so hopefully it's a little bit muffled.
1: <laughs> well, it's a nice day here in sunny old England because it's sunny. There's a nice breeze. I have my window open and I have my front door wide open. That's nice. So if you hear any shouting or anything or dogs barking, it's outside. And I'm not even going to get up and shut the door because it's that fucking nice. Yeah.
3: yeah when I left it the house, like <laughs> when I left the house this morning, it was 30 degrees and it's supposed yeah. to be a high of 61 today.
1: Yeah.
3: That's so, crazy. <laughs> well, it's 12,
1: that... it's 12 degrees Celsius today.
3: What, what does that even mean?
1: It's not can... cold enough to freeze. <laughs> yeah, it's not cold enough to freeze. When I woke up at 7 o'clock this morning, it was 1 degree. 1 degree
3: Celsius? Celsius. Yeah, okay, We're we talking freedom units over here, Shane. We, I don't know <laughs> what the hell you're talking about.
1: Yeah, because you do it all in Fahrenheit because you're fucking weirdos over there, you know.
3: Like, I so. went to school for, like, basically, like, temperature. If they just automatically said, you're going to be working in Celsius from now on, I'd be screwed.
0: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, that, at, at my shop, whenever we get uh, like drawings or anything in metric, I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> all right, let's spend an hour changing all of these into English units.
1: You <laughs> mean American That's English? True.
0: Sure, why not? That's
1: yeah, it. sure.
0: Listen, you guys are the ones that came up with feet and inches. We just kept it.
1: Yeah, we originated the language.
0: Wait, don't <laughs> you guys also use
1: feet? Yeah. Okay. i stone. Okay. <laughs> we use stone instead of pounds.
3: Yeah, I don't That's get what... That's crazy. I don't get what... That just sounds like something a kid would make up. Like, oh, that over there that weighs two stones. <laughs> it's like, okay, so, kid. I mean,
1: 28 pounds.
3: What is a stone? It's 14 pounds. Why? Like, why 14?
1: I don't fucking
3: know. I guess a foot here is 12, so... Yeah, 12 inches. Same as everywhere else. What's half a
0: stone? Seven. Well, like, do you say (laughs) half a stone? or? (laughs) So, you say, You're a fucking
3: idiot.
1: <laughs> oh, screw you, Mike.
3: <laughs> well, no, I'm generally asking. I don't know if you guys have, like, oh, a goofy needle. Like, is that called Pebble? <laughs> is that called the
1: Pebble? No, that would be, no, be Pebble Dash. Are you serious? <laughs> that would be Pebble Dashing the Porcelain.
0: <laughs> oh. Ah. We are fucking off the rails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're back.
3: <laughs> oh, my hands are so gritty. I just wiped my eyes,
0: and it's grit. Your eyes are grit.
3: Yeah, I was sweating at the gym, and I just didn't shower. I just ate some chicken. Oh, I got gotcha.
0: right. Some dirty. Well, well, I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> I haven't. Sh- I'm just in my own filth at the moment.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm in my own filth, but I'm also fully dressed. So. <laughs> Good God! Nothing much has changed. I've been in the kitchen. I've been baking. My, my one of my neighbours gave me um, some chocolate. He says, "Can you do something with that other than eat it?" I was like, "Yeah, I can make brownies with it." So he gave me his girlfriend bought him this massive chocolate Easter basket, and there was like Reese's pieces, and there's all these kinds of fucking different chocolates. So. He gave me a box of Maltesers, two chocolate eggs, a bar of chocolate orange, and there was a couple of other bits. Oh, yeah, these Reese's Easter eggs, mini Easter eggs. And then he says, what can you do with that? I went, I'll make you some brownies. So I took them out of the oven about 35 minutes ago. So he's just going to get a tray full of diabetes. Because there's so much fucking chocolate in there, it's ridiculous. And I I, said to him, he wanted me to put a chocolate ganache on top. And I messaged him, I'm not putting the chocolate ganache on top. I went, because you will go into a diabetic coma after, like, one piece. And he was like, oh, okay then.
3: I've been eating super healthy lately. And yesterday in our break room, there was just jelly beans. Ooh. And they were like orange jelly beans and like a little carrot thing, like for Easter. And I just ate them all.
2: <laughs>
3: so
0: I-, I could get into some jelly beans. Oh, I fucking love jelly beans. None of those fucking licorice ones. Though. No, was like the trash.
3: No, those are gross. Anybody yeah. who enjoys like black licorice, like the Ugh. the Twizzlers, <sighs> not Twizzlers, but like I don't know, they're gross. Licorice is vile. It's disgusting.
2: It's evil.
3: It's It looks like poop. I it's think this is the a... only thing we've ever all agreed on. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like black, and I just
1: immediately throw them in the garbage.
0: Pick it's... them out right in the trash.
1: Plunk yes. plunk. All right. Black licorice is just inherently evil. Mm. On every fucking level. Anybody who says, oh, I love licorice, get the fuck away from me. Get in the sea. Get in the sea. (laughs) What the the, fuck does that mean?
3: (laughs) I've been told to go play in the street, but not get in the sea. Oh, oh,
2: oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to go to the beach with my nieces and nephews.
1: (laughs) It's like, get in the sea. (laughs) Get
0: in the sea. Oh shit Alright, well let's get this fucking madness started Oh
3: yeah, we didn't do the intro yet Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood Big Chem Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. And we are back. Welcome Ow. to All You Need Is Blood, episode number 120. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me, as always, are my co hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we today? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dead air. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. Oh, that's yeah, great. That's right. fucking great. Well, we're back, boys, after an extended break. Um, I think mostly because I don't know about you guys, but I just could not be fucked to, fu- to do anything. Like. You know, Sign work, stress and life. I was just like, I don't want to do anything. I don't yeah. want to have to like watch a movie and take notes and do things.
1: Joe, you know it was about two weeks ago, I sat there and I thought to myself, hang on, we haven't done a podcast for a while. Yeah. What yeah, I'm usually guys like
3: up? I'm usually the one that asks to you guys. I'm like, hey, so what's our, yeah. you know, next episode about? And every time I wanted to get the urge to do it, I'm like, nah, I think I'll wait yeah. for them. <laughs> and Ryan's like, just... hey, let's record in two days. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, there's so few days we can actually do it. It's like, oh, okay. But, you know, if I'm busy one day, Shane's busy, we're just Uh, like, eh, fuck it. So we managed managed to get it together, fellas. Yeah,
1: but it's really funny because tonight, I don't know how long we're going to be going on for, but in an hour and nine minutes, I'm going to have to fuck off because I'm going to a show. All right, you got
0: a hard (laughs) out,
1: Shane. Shane. Yeah, do you know, I and mean, this is really, really fucking cool. This will be the third show in three weeks for me. <laughs>
0: awesome.
3: What show? I know that's what you're. I know that's what you're fishing for, Shane. You want me? You want somebody to ask you
0: wh- where you're going? What, what show is it, Shane?
1: Come cool. on, Shane. Actually, it's going to surprise you all. I'm actually going to see a jazz quintet. Oh, cool! I got um, a friend of mine got given tickets. And I don't mind listening to a bit of jazz and, you know, every now and again. And uh, he was like, I've got these tickets, drawn to go? I was like, all right then. And it's just like this, it's like a lounge quintet kind of get kind of thing. So we're going to go and enjoy that. Um, I'll try... <laughs> I'm just kind of hoping somebody turns up as the spirit of jazz. The spirit of jazz. From the Mighty Boosh.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if do you have jazz hands? hands? Like, yeah, oh, the jazz hands. Yeah, I can do the jazz hands. We'll do that. Jazz
0: is cool. <laughs> you know, I was listening to jazz yesterday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Elise and I had to take an Uber uh, to go to a beer fest, and uh, the guy that drove us in the Uber was listening to the smoothest jazz you've ever heard in your life. And it was like... Most of it was like instrumental, and when a song did come on that had, uh, you know, vocals, I swear to God, it sounded like I felt like I was like Jim Belushi in like an '80s cop drama, (laughs) and I was driving through the city, and (laughs) like it was just, it was so surreal because that's not usually anything I listen to, and I was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) This is is a great way to start the day.
1: It's it's kind of cool though for me because it's like. I don't mind jazz. I think I only ever went to one one live jazz thing a few years ago in a club and I got riotously drunk and started throwing shit everywhere because people were Mm. pissing me off and I got thrown out. So, um, you know, (laughs) shit happens. But... um... I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But um, this one, I'm kind of looking forward to it because A, I don't drink anymore and B, it's in this little dingy club In Norwich, which is really cool, and it's quite. You're saying
0: your your chances of being thrown out are reduced. They're not eliminated. They're just lower. Yeah, they are.
1: They are reduced. Yeah, they're very much reduced by now because I I don't drink. Um. So that'll be it'll be fun. Hopefully, it'll be good. If it gets really boring, we'll just leave. And I'll come home and carry on watching The Adams Family, which is what I've been doing.
2: Oh, old show.
1: Yeah, well actually this is really fucking cool because I was I'd come back from shopping last week and uh, I have a bag of groceries and I saw somebody had gotten rid of a paper shredder and I walked over to it and as I looked behind it were three fucking great washing bags filled with DVDs. And I was like, Okay, someone's just gotten rid of their entire DVD collection. Now there were a few horrors in there and um, these are ones that i'd already had but amongst the gems that i picked up i found Stephen king's rose red okay *Terminator genesis oh yeah uh, could stay right? the monty <laughs> Put python that back in the garbage right? the monty python trilogy Ooh. um the mad max trilogy there you go okay and, um a universal monsters movie of frankenstein and a complete box set of season one and two of The Adams Family. So I literally opened my shopping bag and I rooted through all these DVDs. I was like, mine, 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 mine. Just put them in my bag and just walked upstairs to the flat.
0: Meanwhile, some guy comes downstairs and goes, Where's all my movies? I'm trying to move today and I had them hidden behind this dumpster. <laughs>
3: he was just putting them there to so put in his car later. Yeah.
1: Sorry, <laughs> mine now. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, that was kind of cool, actually. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well,
0: for for new listeners who might not know, on the podcast, I'm a <laughs> We've got a little taste of Shane's activities: stealing people's movies and starting fights in bars. Um, but also on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We are still the official podcast of upcoming horror If you want to reach the podcast, our Gmail is all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com, the Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood, and our Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. If you're listening to us, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in all you need is blood. And subscribe.
1: I'm surprised Frightmaster hasn't basically sacked us all off now and just said, look, fuck off and go and do your own thing. I
0: I don't, I I have no idea. Like, there's sometimes that, like, we we put out an episode and I'm like, oh my God, like, I hope he doesn't listen to some of these. (laughs) He's putting this on his front page. It's
1: really funny. (laughs) The last time I spoke to Mike Wilbur was the time when I was trying to get Mike to throw up on the podcast. (laughs) I lost count. I've lost count how many times we've tried to do that, but, you know, it was one of the first
0: times. (laughs) One of the first first
1: times. Yeah, yeah, one of the first times we were trying to get him to throw up on camp because you were recovering from a drinking session and you were feeling a bit worse for wear, if I remember correctly. (laughs) I don't remember. No, you probably wouldn't actually. <laughs> but I remember talking to Mike Wilber about that, and he he just laughed when I said that we were trying to get you to throw up. <laughs> you know, because that's what we do.
0: Yeah, specifically, that's part of the podcast. That's one of our ongoing segments that we we have. How Can we, do we
1: make get Mike, Mike to throw up? <laughs> which which word of the day do we get Mike to Mike to get grossed out by?
3: It's it's rare that I do get grossed out, but. There's been a couple times was where... up times
1: though. Felching was up there. Yeah, that was up there. That was
3: disgusting. That was... <laughs> I've never heard that before, you guys. And that totally caught me off guard.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's... I always say whenever I'm talking about the podcast, and I still say my biggest claim to fame was grossing Mike out with getting to Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the best. That was the highlight of the podcast for me. <laughs> Career Here highlight. Google this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good God. You quietly hear him retching in the background. Oh my God, that's disgusting.
0: (laughs) So Shane, what else has been going on with you besides, uh, stealing from other people and, uh, and baking,
1: (laughs) um, live music. I have enjoyed live music so much in the last few weeks. Um, I'm going to a jazz gig tonight. Um, last saturday i saw the band therapy um play at the waterfront who were fucking amazing um for people who aren't familiar therapy um are a irish pop punk band who are prone to writing songs about heaven's gate cults and like other twisted shit um they um oh yeah it, there's a, there was a song on that album semi-detached about uh, waco texas and uh, the opening line of the song was oh shit here comes morning so um that was kind of cool um yeah then the week before that i saw unto others um who were really cool there used to be a band called idle hands and they've changed their name numerous times over the years but um yeah, I saw those play live and it was kind of like the, there was a trio of bands so Unto Others were the, were the main headliners and the two support bands. One sounded like a dark wave synth version of Typo Negative, with which was kind of like the complete opposite of what Typo Negative are or were. Um, and the vocalist was like had this really high-pitched voice And it sounded almost feminine, but it worked so well with the keyboards and the samples and everything and his guitar. And it was really, really good. And I'll get back to you and let you know what the name of the band was, because I can't remember who they were. Um, And then I went to a gig a couple of weeks before that. I can't remember who it was. But the live music, man, I have missed it so fucking much. And these are like my first gigs in two years. So for me, it's just getting out to see a live band was just a fucking beautiful experience. It really was.
0: Nice. How about you, Mike? What have you been getting into recently?
3: Um, I've just been working a lot. Um, I've been, I'm almost, I'm 50 pages away from finishing The Stand by Stephen King.
0: Wow, um, right yeah. at the end.
3: Yeah, and I'm I'm reading the extended edition, which is like eleven hundred oh. pages. Yeah. And it's my first book in I I don't even know, maybe ten years. Wow. But I really wanted to sit down and I mean I do have some uh spare time at work, I guess you could say. Um so I do uh I read a lot and I, I've been thoroughly enjoying the stand. Um, I think the first half of the book is better than the second half, but I do really enjoy it. Um, after that, I don't know. I may start reading uh, Frankenstein again or, or Dracula.
0: Dracula's yeah. tough, man. I, I, I finished listening to that last year because i failed at reading it like 3 or 4 times throughout my life. <laughs> so i finally said fuck this, i'm doing the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's like read... one section like as after they leave after uh like the the section at the Dracula's castle ends. Yeah. And it goes back to England. It there's got to be like <clears throat> 400 pages of the most boring shit of all time. <laughs> introducing <laughs> characters and parties and who's dating who and who likes who. And there's like nothing good that happens until Van Helsing shows up.
1: It's kind of like a Van rice book, essentially.
3: <laughs> I liked Frankenstein a lot when I read it. Uh, I'm oh, going to yeah. read that again. That um, cause I got the, uh, the Bernie Wrightson edition of, um, the Frankenstein book. So in the book, it has a lot of illustrations that he drew and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been I've been playing Elden Ring um, sure. as much as I possibly can. Uh, I started lifting again, so lifting I lift in the morning and then go to work in the afternoon from like four to midnight. And so my Elden Ring <laughs> action is not as um, as much as I want it to be. But it's my first Souls game, and I'm. Just absolutely
0: in love with it. I, I, I put, I'm super impressed that you're just still plowing through, Mike. Yeah, like, get, being Val your was first Souls game.
3: Hell of hell is too, and I just there's something about it that is it's challenging, but not in a really shitty, unfair way. There are a lot of unfair things in the game, like when I get like hit through a wall, I get really pissed, but otherwise I'm just I'm loving it man I, I I it's like a lot of the the boss fights is some of the best boss fights I've ever played in my life like yeah. the general radon fight in, in that game is just epic it's awesome oh, was,
0: yeah, that was incredible the the intro scene yeah. where they 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 show that whole thing yeah that was that that's actually right where I am I just beat uh, radon and I haven't uh I like basically stopped there. I was like, okay, let me take a break. And I haven't gone back to it in like a week. So,
3: yeah, I'm, um, where am I at? I'm around the, the capital right now. And the game is just so big. Like, I, I said this in the, uh, on the forum, but like, I was rummaging around the capital and I, um, I'm doing a quest line near the, the um, Mount Gelmere, which I just finished and that was a nightmare. But I was doing a quest line, and I'm kind of going around the capital. And there's, like, this well there. I'm like, okay, I'm like, there's a ladder. I'm going to go down there, find an item, and come back up. But what I found down there was the, like, capital sewers. And it's just, just, just this a giant area. And I spent, like, three hours down there. And I'm still not even done, like, screwing around with it. It was just unbelievable how much content there is in this game and that's what's getting me through every time i play i find something new and it just sucks that i don't have that much time to play it um because i'm i'm loving every single minute of it
0: yeah not that i want to get into any spoilers but just the the scope and the size of the map i don't know have you found the underground world
3: yeah, I went down there. Uh are those with the the guys that can like snipe you halfway across the map?
0: Uh maybe that some part. Uh but like it, it flips it make it gives you a new map essentially. Yeah. And uh like I found that really early in the game, like cuz I was just wandering around and went down some elevator. Yeah, and came out and I saw that the, the map was now double and I was like Oh, my God. And like out of fear of like getting lost or something, I'm like, I got to leave. I can't go into this. (laughs) I'm I'm like terrified at the scale.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, it's just it's just such an an amazing game. And I really think that it's going to be like my game of the year for sure. But besides that, like I really want to play Horizon. The new Horizon came out and I really want to play Pokemon Arceus. And like those three games alone are all big, and I feel like the, all those three games it's going to take me to the end of 2022. Yeah, like I'm really only going to be playing. Um, but besides games, like I've been, I've been buying records, and I just respawned. Records had a um, a release called uh, Banjo Kazooie Rejigged, and what?
1: it is what I was going to say a what. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And it's uh, too
0: old to understand those words. But yeah.
3: So uh, <laughs> the guy who did like a lot of my favorite video game music back in the day, his name is Grant Kirkhope. And he is, uh, I think, like remastering or redoing his own Banjo-Kazooie soundtrack. And it's called Rejiggied. And I got the, the vinyl for that. Val and I were like, it sold out in like two minutes. And Val and I got it. I spent the most money I ever have on a record. A few weeks Whoa. back. Go so on. I spent $200. Oh. On an album. And I don't regret it. But I do. So there was this band called Stormkeep. And they were like one of my favorite albums. That came out last year. And But it was only released in like a quantity of like. I forget. I want to say like 500 or something. Maybe 400 or 300. And I missed out on it obviously. Because I didn't listen to them at the time. So then these re-releases were planned. I'm like, okay, I'll just grab one of them. Those sold out in like a couple hours. And I was at work at the time, and I missed out on all of them. I'm like, fuck. So I went on Discogs, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to play this game anymore. So I bought an original pressing of it. And yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was rough. But I really wanted it. So uh, yeah, so besides <laughs> all that, I've been uh, just loving each day, you know.
1: In a shocking turn of events, I actually sold my Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz vinyls last week.
0: Oh, yeah? Oh, my God.
1: Um, and my Krampus double picture disc. The wax oh, that's a picture part. disc anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. No, I, I got $115 for all three. You mean quid? No, $115. I had a, a guy in America bought them off me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I had to uh, ship them out, and we got have, them on Friday. Don't you have pence, too? Yes, we have pence. <laughs> Pounds and
3: pence. And then Any you also... Win. So how much did you get out of that $115 transaction?
1: What is that like? 83 pounds. Is he
3: like 83? What? You guys are crazy, man. You can blame the conversion rate for that one. I will.
0: How about about you, Ryan? Well, I have been getting abused by this cat right now. She's all over my shit. She's biting me. She's rubbing on me. I don't know what she wants, but it's. I think it's an aggressive message. I think she's either trying to, <laughs> to mate with me or eat me. I don't know.
1: Yes, probably both.
0: Oh, God. Uh, let's see. What have I been doing? I don't know. I've been working. Work fucking sucks. I hate it. Oh, okay. So someday, so someday I won't have to work anymore.
3: That's going to be great. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my boss, and I'm like, he's retiring soon. And I'm like, I've got like 37 years left probably. Oh. Because I'm probably going to retire at like 70. Let's be honest. Right. So,
0: yay.
3: <laughs> so, True. You pro- All right. True. so you probably got what like 10 years left, Ryan? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> 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 I feel like it. The big four O's coming up. I'm like, fuck. I want to be like my my hero, my Uncle Chris. He retired at like 55. I'm like, holy cow. Oh go. No kids. Just fucking. He's just got a garage full of toys, and I'm like, "Oh, that's what I got to do."
1: <clears throat> smart. What I do, and refuse to have kids, yeah. um, and, then so, become, and then find out you do so many drugs, you actually made yourself fertile or infertile. Yeah. So, woohoo, go me! Um, <laughs>
0: that's not too bad. So let's see, what else have I been? I also been playing Elden Ring, uh, but not nearly as much as I want to. It's more like, okay. I've got twenty minutes before Lisa comes home. That means I can have like four or five boss runs, I'll try. <laughs> so it's been uh it's been very sporadic. I haven't gotten to like like that's a kind of game I want to sit down and play for like three hours straight, you know? Yeah. You want to have like a good run, but I haven't been able to get those in. Um allergies are back this week, so that's awesome. Uh been, every morning now, I wake up, and the my only way to escape is to, like, get in the shower and just blow my nose for half an hour. <laughs> I hate fucking allergies. <laughs> Goddamn pollen. Uh, I don't know. I've been doing other stuff. I, I watched, uh, or started watching Westworld. I don't know if you guys had seen that.
3: Yeah, I, the first season is amazing.
0: Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. And uh, even in the second season, I'm like... Did I finish? Yeah, I think I watched the last episode of season two this week. Um, absolutely fantastic! Like, I
2: didn't
3: I'm really, fucking, I didn't really care for season two all that much.
0: There was a couple dragging points, but some episodes, like the the Native American episode, was like some of the best TV I have yeah, ever that was seen. Cool. I was like, and the and the Japanese episodes, oh my god, I loved them. I absolutely loved them. And there was season one, especially the level of nudity i i don't think i've ever seen that much nudity like <laughs> there's more naked people than in most portos i watch <laughs> it's crazy so yeah westworld is awesome i love um what's his face uh the guy from always sunny yeah i forget, forget his loyal. name too
3: he's he's <laughs> a really good actor
0: he is, and I keep seeing him everywhere. He's actually in Studio 666. I didn't realize. Like, Oh my god, when, that's hysterical. When he, pop, when he popped up, I'm like, oh my god, it's the McPoyle guy. You will call Spe- her. <laughs> Speaking of, I uh, started listening to the Always Sunny podcast. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't, I like... don't
3: listen to podcasts, but I, I was listening to that, and now I follow their YouTube channel because it's all in video format now.
0: Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, now I gotta watch that.
3: They're so Fuck. funny. They are so hilarious.
0: Yeah. It's if anyone, if you're a fan of Always Sunny, and you're not like listening to this podcast or just doing whatever, whatever I guess is the YouTube, you have to get on it. It's fucking, it's better than season fifteen. I was talking to my little brother the other day. And he's like, yeah, I didn't really get into season 15 too much. It was okay. I'm like, dude, you have to listen to the podcast. Like, that's the new season 15 is the podcast. (laughs) So good. So, oh, and uh, there's another show I discovered. It was on Hulu. I want to say it's called, like, either Tasting History or Eating History. And it's two guys, and they eat old expired food and talk about it. And I don't okay. know why, but it's fucking fascinating. Like these two guys to open a box of cereal, like the first cornflakes or something from like 1910. And they'll be like, uh-oh, it looks like bugs got into it. And they'll pour the cereal out and there's like all bug carcasses and they look at each other and they're like, I don't know. What do you think?
2: they still-
0: <laughs> can, we, can we still eat it? And they're like, I don't know. Let's try it. And then they're fucking eating bug-laden cereal, and they're like, the milk helps.
3: <laughs> that's
1: disgusting.
0: It is horrible and disgusting. But like, I can't. It's you have to watch it. It's just it's so addicting and it's, it's so one stupid. of those things.
1: It's one of those things you watch that's so crap and so disgusting, but you're so compelled to, to keep Absolutely,
0: watching. Absolutely, Shane. a hundred percent. They broke out some crackers from like the Civil War. Good and they're god. like this. They're like, this is what the soldiers ate. And this is this is America in itself. And and we have to do this to experience America. And then, like <laughs> they go to eat it and they go. So first thing I'm detecting on the smell is that the shortening they used has absolutely gone rancid. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. And they're like eating it, and they're like, Oh yeah, I taste that bad shortening. Oh my god. Uh, But it's good. Good show. Good, awful, dumb show. So that's about it, boys, um, for what's going on. You guys want to do a little bit of news?
1: Yeah, go on. (laughs) News.
0: So I got two quick things. Uh, One, uh, literally just to make uh, Elisa smile, is that A24... um, Mike, you're aware one of the best releasing companies that's out there. Yep, is uh, putting out a film titled "Marcel the Shell with Shoes," <laughs> and <laughs> from the from the studio that brought you "Hereditary" and, and "The Lighthouse" and "The Witch," comes a show about a, uh, a, a a shell that comes to life and has adventures around the house, and wears a lentil as a hat. And um, it, it's vo- she's voiced by Jenny Slate, and this is like a little internet cartoon that, she- or not cartoon, but sort of like live action video project she made with her, I think, then husband. Um, and uh, now it's a big budget movie theater production, and Elisa's obsessed with this. So when I told her they're making a movie, she's like, "You're fucking with me! Like I don't believe you, and I'm mad that you would do this to me." So, like. <laughs> dangle this in front of me and i'm like no it's like legit there's a trailer and everything so uh marcel the shell the film uh, are you looking forward to watching that a24 one mike
3: oh yeah for sure i uh i saw the like just i haven't seen the trailer yet but i have seen stills and it's just i read what it was going to be about and i'm pretty on board with it i sent it to val i'm like we're going to go see this immediately yeah <laughs>
0: Have you seen any of the videos? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to spoil any of them for you. I don't know if they're going to redo them or what, but it's it's all like stop motion. It's so weird. It's like this dumb little goofy thing, and I don't know. Like they're making a movie out of it. It's fucking weird. So, other than that, um, the only other news that I got is uh, the Crow reboot has been announced, and Bill Skarsgård is going to be playing Eric Draven. And I wanted to get your opinion on this, Shane. How do you feel about Pennywise playing The Crow?
1: The thing is, right, now I've had discussions with people about this. Now, for me, The Crow is kind of like a sacred movie. You know, it's like it should never be fucked with. But from what I understand and from what I hear from James O'Barr, the reason he's on board um, is because they're doing it closer to the source material, so they're doing it closer to the comics. And it's going to be done in the style of Sin City. Really? Yeah, and it's going to be a noir film. So that has me interested because I love that kind of stuff. You know, I love the look of it. Um, And I love black and white movies. So if they pull this off um, and Bill Skarsgård as Eric Draven, he's got the right look. And I think he could actually pull it off. Um, it's going to be touch and go in the meantime but until I see any kind of footage or I see any stills of him as Eric Draven I am going to be holding my cards close to to my chest on this one Mm. Um, but I will be interested to see what they do with it Um, because everybody knows how much of a fan of the crow I am I fucking love that movie um, fuck's sake, I got a tattoo done like three years ago of Eric Draven, so there's it's kind of like that. I'm I was I was obsessed with that movie when it came out 28 years ago, so um, I still am kind of you know, I still watch it every now and again. Um, I still listen to the soundtracks, I've, I've, I've bought all aspects of the crow memorabilia that i could i've had trading cards i've got comics i've got the graphic novels i've got shirts soundtrack albums fucking you name it postcards art cards i bought the everything i could get my fucking hands on with that movie um i'm not gonna say i'm gonna go as as obsessive as this one but bill Skarsgård's a fucking good actor and i thought he was absolutely amazing as pennywise i don't give a fuck what anybody else says but he was amazing as pennywise um, and I love those films as well.
3: Do you have any Rule 34 stuff on uh, The Crow?
1: Any what, sorry?
3: Rule 34 stuff. What's that?
0: <laughs> oh. oh, why don't you look it up, Shane? Type in The Crow Rule 34.
1: <laughs> I can hear you laughing.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, it was something the cat did. It was really funny. Right. I'm not gonna describe it. Come on. Anything That's
1: what huh? oh. oh for fuck's sake.
3: <laughs> Specifically Rule thirty four Eric Draven.
0: Oh, now you've got me curious, Mike. Right, now I have to look this up.
3: There's a picture of Beetlejuice.
0: Beetlejuice! <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me open an incognito window.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus Christ, no! <laughs> I did not need to see that.
0: Some results may be explicit oh (laughs) my god (laughs) oh my god
3: i'm sure you could print those out
0: (laughs) i love the fucking the, the the words bubble above his head. <laughs> Wait, I'm not on the pill. <laughs> oh God, I, I apologize to all of our audience.
3: Yeah, don't look that up.
2: <laughs>
1: Google Images is a great thing. I'm glad I didn't look at anything else. That was just that was just fucking disturbing.
0: Anyway, anyway, (laughs) anyway, So, Shane, uh, just to (laughs) give you an idea of what's going on uh, with the movie. It's directed by um, being directed by Rupert Sanders. Uh And the only noteworthy things I have on here is he did uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Right. And also also directed uh, the live action Ghost in the Shell.
1: See, I've seen Snow White and the Huntsman and it was all right and it looked really good. I've not seen the live action Ghost in the Shell, but the soundtrack was fucking awesome. Okay.
0: So I think a killer soundtrack is a must for The Crow, right?
1: Well, it's got to have a Crow. uh, It's got to have a Cure song on there. Because it wouldn't be a Crow soundtrack without a Cure song. And it just so happens The Cure have got two new albums coming out this year. There you go. So they're out in September. Um, So. Hopefully, with a bit of luck, Robert Smith may have been approached and we might get a new Cure song for it. Um, so, fingers crossed with that. I mean, it's only 14 years since the last Cure album came out, so it would be nice. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, soundtrack, because it was like... The Crow soundtrack originally, it was like the anti-hit album, wasn't it? it you know, it was just everything about it was just like it was alternative it was industrial it was goth it was metal it was punk on there it was just really obscure stuff that no one ever expected to crop up on a soundtrack and there was there were songs on there that weren't intentionally meant to be hits as well so that was it was just really cool and it it suited it suited the film to a t and it just had the right atmosphere about it um and I'm wondering who they're going to get to do the score because obviously Graham Revelle did the score for the first one movie. Um, excuse me. Good oh my god, what dude! Was I was thought that?
2: a
3: car was driving by. Did you fart? I farted. That oh. sounded like legit, like a car driving by.
1: That was my ass. I'm so proud. <laughs> uh. That's unbelievable. That was awesome, actually, because I felt my stomach deflate then a bit, so that was good. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see who they get to, who else they get on board. But like I say, Bill Skarsgård, I think he's a really good actor, and if he can do for the Crow what he did for Pennywise, then it could be a good thing.
0: I'm looking forward to that Beetlejuice scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, let's move on to our uh, our main topics here. Now, Shane, uh, since you got to be out um, at a relative time, uh, which movie did you want to uh, go over first? I well, think we, you only watched one of them, right?
1: Yeah, I only watched one. We can do Studio Six Six Six.
0: All
1: right, well, let, let's yeah, there. We'll, we'll do that. But also, I'd like to point out that. Um, we lost Taylor Hawkins, um, the drummer from Foo Fighters. Yeah, a couple of weeks back, right
0: after the release of this.
1: Yeah, it was literally like a few days after the release of this movie, Taylor Hawkins passed away, um, which was a bit of a shocker. Um, I say bit of a shocker; it was a fucking shocker. He was fifty years old, and you know no one expected that. But um, basically, Studio Six 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 is the comedy horror passion project from Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. And it's, I mean, just from the trailers alone, it looked brilliant. It looked really funny. And, you know, it's like the, they move into the recording, a house in Encino um, that's has a lots of rock and roll history to it. And, you know, they're recording the 10th album and they get in the house and it's just it's just hilariously funny and bad in in equal doses. Um, but it's just like they get in there and they discovered that, or Dave Grohl discovers that um, uh, White, what was it, White Widow? Was it? Oh, um... what's the name of the band? Dream <coughs> Widow. Dream Widow. Dream Widow, Widow but the last band to record in that, in that mansion. And, um, basically they all got killed, you know, they all, all killed themselves, thus not releasing their, uh, their lost album. Um, so it's basically, this is, I guess the, you could say, this is the acting debut for some members of Foo Fighters, but for Dave Grohl, he's, he's old hat. He's played Satan in the, in the Tenacious D movies. Um, but yeah i mean this it surprised me how how gory this film actually was you know yeah,
0: was, there there was definitely some scenes that i was like oh my god
1: but there were definitely some scenes that really creased me up that really fucking laughed my ass off at um it was the, it was the montage of scenes when they're going through the list of stuff what can happen when a person is like possessed yeah. And Dave Grohl standing there puking at the windows. Like, oh, no more for me, you know, that kind of thing. That was quite funny. And the floating, like the levitation and stuff, where the two guys are discussing the guitar progressions and Dave Grohl's just floating in the background, you know. Um, and I just thought that those little things were really, really funny. Um, but there was some, there's some comedic stuff in there, some really good, The kills in it were really good as well. Yeah. I I thought. And I was very, very surprised to see and hear John Carpenter had done the theme tune for the film. Hmm. Which was, I just thought was epic. Plus, he has a cameo in the film as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few
0: cameos in there.
1: Yeah. The Lionel Richie cameo cracked me up.
0: (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like random shit you don't expect.
1: I feel like. He's sitting there Dave Grohl's sitting there playing hello on the piano and Lionel Richie turns up and Dave Grohl just Lionel <laughs> It really made me fucking laugh and was like, I love that song. That's my song. You know, almost like Lionel Richie is the most evil person evil person on the planet. But um yeah, it was just I just thought it was it was um for a story. That Dave Grohl came up with, they did, and they didn't do a bad job of with, with the story itself. The soundtrack was good. I enjoyed the soundtrack. The cameos in it were really good. I mean, Kerry King is Kerry King from Slayer is Krug. Yeah, <laughs> he he cracked me up actually, um, but there was just like there were so many such so many good things about it and i personally enjoyed it i thought it was really well done it was really it was clever there was there was some scenes in it towards the end i thought were a bit hokey they were a bit pushing it a little bit um and they could have done more with it but you know what they had i thought was really well done and
0: yeah (laughs) I, i i enjoyed it um in terms of like horror comedy, Shane, uh, mm-hmm. how do you think it stacks up against? Like, it's not one of the greatest horror comedies of all. Time. It's not it's, the, not. it's not.
1: It's not one of the greatest horror comedies in the world. Yeah. But it is. It's good for what it is, and it is funny in places. And Dave Grohl, he's got it down. You know, he, he's he's got some acting chops, and I think some of the stuff that he did throughout the movie was really fucking funny. Mm. Um, because so I was looking at IMDb earlier, it's like some of the scenes where the stuff that he had on, the, or the stuff that they did in the film were in reference to classic horror movies.
0: Oh yeah, I picked up a bunch of those Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was watching. There's, there's references, like if, you know, any horror movie fan that watches this, you're like, okay, obviously it references the Evil Dead if you've seen any of the trailers, um, there's one shot that is, like, shot for shot from The Burning, <laughs> which Hi. that per- that particular one fucking got a laugh out loud moment for me. <laughs> I cracked up when that happened. There's Friday the 13th references. Like, there's, like, a bunch of stuff that you could see. Okay, obviously, Dave Grohl is a huge fan of horror movies and is putting yeah. all this shit in here. Um, one thing that I found kind of annoying was that the movie was, like, a... a- 2 hour ad for Doritos. And <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Doritos are in every scene of the movie, I feel like. There's a bag of Doritos somewhere in the movie. And I don't know yeah. if if that's like a licensing thing or if like they just really like Doritos, is that some Foo Fighters inside joke, but like
2: they're they everywhere.
1: Is. But it's it's funny you say that because I mean it's like some of the scenes in the movie. I mean, you're talking about like references. You have got the Exorcist in there, Buck oh, Rogers. Right.
0: Exorcist, yep.
1: Yeah, Buck Rogers. For fuck's sake, it's the ray gun that is that they, they find in the um in the finds in the cellar.
0: Right, the light yeah. bulb in the cellar is from Evil Dead. Like that's yeah. like the same thing.
1: Yeah. Um, it was just genius. Is some of the fucking characters in it were were funny as well as like the delivery guy i mean he was cool because he was he played um mcgruber
0: right right um yeah. what's his face will forte
1: yeah he was in mcgruber and i was like fuck me i know that guy what's our, what have i seen him in oh yeah mcgruber because i always refer to him as oh it's mcgruber um But yeah, I also noticed it was just some of the the band deaths in it were just really, really funny. Mm. Ridiculously stupid.
0: Yeah, I think the reason to watch this is like for, you know, it's goofy. It's, you want the gore, you want the humor stuff. It's, this is not a serious movie, and I don't think you could tell when they were filming this, they weren't intending it to be a serious movie. Oh, yeah. It was like, ongoing gags about ranch dressing <laughs> like my favorite one it's so stupid you can never delivery to. Guys, <laughs> supposed to bring extra ranch dressing because Dave Grohl likes ranch dressing and, <laughs> and when Dave Grohl comes out of the house and all the other members of the Foo Fighters have found this like decapitated body with like guts <laughs> everywhere splayed out Dave Grohl comes out of the house and he goes oh my god and there's like a bunch of ranch dressing packets on the ground and yeah. then he looks up and sees the body he goes oh no <laughs> <laughs> He's shocked by the ranch
1: yeah we gotta finish the song what would this guy do you really gonna finish the song yeah but he would want us to finish this song yeah. And oh, then we can listen to his his album, and we can give him all the support, <laughs> all in his memory. And then he throws. Yeah, he's
0: like, "Well, I'll send a tweet out about it."
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was good.
2: <clears throat> yeah, that um, was
0: I don't want to go too much into spoilers on this, but like, I do want to mention uh, some of the kills are fucking just unbelievably good like way better than they should have been that chainsaw scene (laughs) I mean so ridiculous but so perfect like you know a Friday the 13th reference built in but it's with a chainsaw (laughs) and it's like holy shit was that gory the amount of blood coming out of that kill was just incredible absolutely incredible Um, I mean those alone are sort of worth going through the movie to watch you know uh, all the it, even Taylor's death that was awesome as well
1: that was funny as fuck though <laughs> it was like that was like a total reference. I think it is a reference to wrong turn where the chick okay. gets, where the chick gets the half cap
0: mm-hmm. so the, the director of this Shane actually uh is the director of wrong turn three Ah. and i don't remember if that one was awful or not. <laughs>
1: Yeah, pretty much every Wrong Turn movie after the first one were awful.
0: I don't know. I, th- I remember liking some of them. I can't remember if three was good or not.
1: Yeah, but your um, history with like horror movies, Ryan, is just you like really shit movies.
0: Well, I know Wrong Turn four is the r- worst one. Um, oh, so I've seen that one. That. oh my god, you're not gonna. This is crazy. His fucking <laughs> Mike. You know what this guy directed? And this is insane. That it's on here. He directed the video advertisement of Dead Island.
3: Are you serious?
0: The the greatest video game trailer of all time. This guy directed it.
3: That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Not in the game at all. Nothing that is as good in the game, but that trailer is amazing.
3: (laughs) One of the best trailers, man. That was the best
1: trailer I've ever seen. Oh,
0: (laughs) that's incredible this guy did that. That's so good. Yeah, he did Hatchet 3. He did a whole bunch of Slayer uh, music videos. Um, what do you got in here? Exodus. I guess this is another music video. And then uh, that's about it. Studio 666. <laughs> and a Steve Vai video.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's really funny, though, because um, Steve Vai actually is in the movie.
0: I saw that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. um, I think it's just technically it's his hands, but but, yeah, um, there's
0: there's one part where Dave Grohl is just ripping apart this guitar like absolute shred session, and you're like, wow, I can't believe that Dave Grohl can play. I know you know he plays the guitar, but I didn't think he was like that good. And then it cuts it cuts from his face to like the hands, and you're like, oh, that's not him playing.
1: I was really well done, though. Um, but yeah, so it was Steve Vai. Steve Vai's hand cameo. Yeah, kind right. of like hand model, you know?
0: Stunt cock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but yeah, yeah, the movie was entertaining. Uh, I, I gave it like a low seven or a high six. Uh, I didn't think it was perfect. I To be honest, the acting of the Foo Fighters is pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean then, Dave's um, okay. I, I liked Taylor, I thought he was funny. Um <laughs> some of the other guys, uh Raimi, he sucked.
1: <laughs> oh, Raimi was funny. He was so fucking funny. Yeah. It was just like he's the most chilled out member of the band, you know, like vibes and hippie shit and <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. That was quite I thought that was quite entertaining. I thought yeah. he's so gonna get fucking killed. Um, <laughs> what, surpri- what
0: surprised
1: me was
0: that Whitney Cummings wasn't that bad. Like, I normally don't like her, but I right. thought she was fine in this. And I did not like Jeff Garland, and I fucking love him in uh, in uh, Larry David's show, Curb. So it's weird that I, like, normally I like Jeff Garland, but I thought he was really annoying in this. And normally I don't like Whitney Cummings, but I'm like, oh, she's good at this.
1: <laughs> oh, he was, um... if the fucking page would refresh damn you IMGB
0: but uh overall I liked it and I I would say people that want you know an entertaining comedy horror you know you can do much worse than this it's funny and it's uh not the best thing ever but the kills alone are worth the ride and I think that's what you sort of come into in a movie like this
1: yeah I liked Leslie Grofman as Bob
2: Mm, Bob
1: Beans. She was funny. But then I like Leslie Grossman anyway. I think she's quite funny. Because she's been in a lot of the um, American Horror Story film uh, program as well. Right. But um, yeah, I quite like her as an actor because I also remember her from the teen drama Cluelo- um, Clueless. Um, fuck. I can't remember the name of the show. What's this? Oh, I don't know. Teen drama sit in a high school. Hold on a minute.
0: Nine oh two one oh. No. Not that oh, Rose Place. Debbie no. does Dallas. That's the no. one.
1: Um Teen drama. Popular. High school. Popular.
0: Popular. Never heard of it.
1: She played a t- she played a character called Mary Cherry. Ah. Who who tried to enter the school's Um, Pop Idol auditions By miming to Rock Me Amadeus by Falco So,
0: it was good Uh, I say, uh, give it a watch Wait till it comes on um, Netflix or whatever
1: Well, uh, unfortunately Because it only lasted three days At the cinema in in the UK Because it did really badly at the box office (laughs) It did so badly At the box office They actually took it off cinemas
0: Well, you've got all that competition out there, Shane.
1: Yeah. No, I just ended up just fucking getting a download for it. That's how I ended up watching it. Completely legally, right? Oh, yeah. Totally legally. Totally legally. Of course. Um But, yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I thought the soundtrack was really good. Um The Dream, Rid- the Dream Widow songs were quite, quite entertaining as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, I was,
0: I, no, I want a 40-minute version.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, that theme song by John Carpenter, that was something else that was fucking awesome. Because I looked yeah, at it, cool. I watched it, and I thought, this sounds so familiar. You know, just the theme tune itself, it sounded so familiar. And then I saw it, and I was like, theme written by John Carpenter, I was like, "Well, oh, fuck me. There we go. That's why.
0: So funny thing yesterday, Shane, um, I was telling Lisa, I'm like, oh, we have to, I got to watch this Studio 666 um, for the podcast. And she's like, what is it? And I go, it's the Foo Fighters. They made like a horror movie while, you know, they're like recording an album and they made a horror, you know, it's like a horror movie type thing. And it's this old house and haunted and, you know, it's supposed to be like a comedy. And she's like, I don't know. I guess we'll watch it. So I start watching it with her. And this is after a beer fest, so we've we've already had quite a few. Hi. And uh, <laughs> the opening scene comes on, where that girl gets killed with a hammer.
2: Yeah.
0: And it keeps cutting away to, like, dismembered bodies and, like, blood spilling out. And she goes, what the fuck is this? And I go, it's that Foo Fighters movie. And she's like, I thought that was supposed to be a documentary about them making an album. <laughs> brilliant
1: brilliant
0: so she's Um, like I'm not watching this like immediately gore blood all over the place and she's like no I'm putting a veto down (laughs) so we watched an episode of Better Call Saul instead (laughs) (laughs) excellent so the Foo Fighters managed to trick at least one person
1: yeah yeah yeah,
0: that's all I got all oh, right, uh, all right, Mike. Um, you covered a different film, correct? Correct. Um, very excited to hear about this one. I did not get a chance to watch X, but uh, but I've been I tried to watch it. I just couldn't locate an adequate uh, viewing system. But uh, not yet. But well, maybe uh, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's not worth it. Why don't you tell us about X? Or not? Yellow Uh oh. Hello, Mike. Well, I got you here, Shane.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: He was just here.
1: He was. Right as he was about to talk, his, uh, his computer
2: <laughs> blue screened.
1: <laughs> oh no! Well, let's see if we
0: can get him back on. Have you watched X, Shane? I haven't. (laughs) Oh, neither have I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: You know what? I'm going to go for a piss anyway. So...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll just wait for him to get back.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm still there for a few minutes anyway, so... I'm going for a slash...
3: Can you hear me?
0: There he is. He's back.
3: So you know what's real cool about my computer? Are
0: you still, are you still there? <laughs> oh my god, it happened again. Oh no, why? He came back and he's gone again. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, fuck's sake. Oh, no.
2: You
0: know
1: what I always say? We are the most disorganized podcast in history.
0: I um, love that he was on the entire time. It's <laughs> like right. waiting. And then it's like, okay, Mike, let's get you to talk. And then just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to hard boot, hard reboot. He's hard booting. Right.
0: I'm going to go piss now, Shane. You stay yeah. on and see if he comes back.
1: And at this point of the podcast... Royal has gone off for a slash, Mike is hard rebooting, he's hard booting his, uh, his PC, and uh, waiting patiently to, uh, for the guys to come back. So, in that moment, in this moment of calm and quiet, we'll see how everybody is doing. How are you all do- doing, listeners? I'm rolling a cigarette. Here is the ASMR moment of the podcast. I've just licked my razor.
0: Hey, is he back?
1: No, not yet. You just missed. You just missed my ASMR moment of the podcast. You'll get to hear it when uh, when you get around to editing it.
0: Oh, great. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: we're going to try this again. Hopefully. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's
0: see like... how long Mike can last before he blue
3: screens. It's my microphone, it was saying. Your Yeti? My uh, snowball. Yeah. Oh, it uh. is Yeti. Yeah, whatever.
0: Well, It's whatever. Blue. That's, I don't that's know.
3: the I'm error sure. that came up for the blue screen of death.
0: That's so funny, but you were, like, using it.
3: <laughs> I know. It's super... I, I tried to update the driver. I've got the most updated driver, so... But the the real cool thing about my computer restarting is that I didn't save my notes for X, mm-hmm. so those are gone. Oh. oh. You know,
1: you
0: just use a Google document?
3: I was using... Yeah, just, like, a Windows document.
0: Oh, you blew it.
3: I know. I could still talk about it, but... It's not going to be up to the same quality as usual, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, let's let's hear about it anyway, Mike, while we still got you.
3: Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, I'm so gassy today and uncomfortable. Um, uh, so, X is a movie that came out this year, written and directed by Ty West. Um, it's about a group of people that want to make a porn movie. And they go to rural Texas to film that movie. Uh, One of the guys in the group has spoken to an elderly uh, man about renting out his guest house to film a movie. But they don't tell the guy what kind of movie they're filming. Um so they're they're one of the porn stars she's you know has big dreams to become like this Hollywood actress, and she really wants to be famous and she really wants to get like her porn career like started and that's like her entryway into being this famous person uh we also have another porn actress played by Brittany snow um every scene she's in she just like eats it up it's. She does a really good job with, with that. I wasn't really familiar with her before um uh, uh, like past projects. But Val was. Um also uh Kid Cuddy is in the movie. He's like some like rapper. I don't listen to his music, but he's he was on a comedy Bang Bang and he was really funny. And uh he's also in this movie he plays like a porn star. And there's also two other characters that are, like the filmmakers and one of the filmmakers and his girlfriend, they want to make like some, an actual like movie. They want to go above and beyond just like a porn film. They want to make it something like good. Um. So while all this is going on, you know, the elderly man uh, doesn't catch on, but he, he, he comes to the, the guest house. He's like, Hey, you, told me there's only going to be you and, like, one other person staying here, not, like, six people. And kind of bribes the old guy, and the old guy goes out, oh, whatever, and, he you know, goes back in his house. But before that, he turns around and goes, I don't need you people, like, tempting my wife. He's like, just, just stay away from the house. she has got some medical problems. Just, you know, just stay away. And his wife is also played by, um, lead actress I think her name's Mia goth and she plays a dual role in this movie she's like the lead porn star and she plays the old man's wife which was oh. I didn't even know while watching it like it's edited and acted so well that i I honestly thought there were two different people just by like doing some notes you know an hour ago wherever it was like I then I knew that it was the same person i like didn't even know <laughs> but uh yeah she does an awesome job there scenes with her i guess talking to herself because she plays both characters and there's a lot of uh scenes of you know people banging each other like kid cudi there's like there's like not porn you don't see his like his you know dick or anything but like they do like porn shoots and everything and you would think on, on paper, like, this would be a pretty, like, simple, like, slasher premise movie. But it, it has its own, like, unique Ty West thing going on. Like, that's right. what I like about Ty West movies. It's He takes, like, a simple idea and he makes it, you know, kind of his own. And this movie, it, it takes some ideas from, like, his past movies. Like, I would say, like, The Sacrament, um, where that this kind of... Not along the same lines, but it shares similar ideas um He always takes it and makes it his own, so you know, like House of the devil was you know this really like slow burn you know movie but it, it stemmed into something a little bit more, and that's how this is as well um it's it has a different kind of story, and even though like when the climax hit, I really didn't know where it was kind of going um i had an idea but i thought that there was going to be a different element involved which there wasn't um all the acting is really well done they're you know the, the main guy who's taken the group to this guest house he's kind of like a sleazy character and he's very believable mia goth is plays an amazing character um she plays like this porn star. Like I was saying before, she wants to be that higher up famous person. But she, her, man, she, she's done, she did such a good job in this movie. She was super believable as a porn star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone did a great job in it. The The gore in it was, was great. Uh, a lot of practical effects. A lot of effects mixed with a little bit of CGI when they really needed it to be. But I mean that's Ty West for you. I mean his movies are pretty when there is gore, he doesn't really like <laughs> hold back at all. Um But yeah, the the climax is really good. Everything about this movie will keep you guessing until the end. You you're interested in it, and it's I think it's well worth the watch. I don't know if it's still in theaters or not, because I saw this a couple weeks back. But I I I would say it's worth the money. I get I would give it like a seven out of ten uh i the the climax is a lot of fun there's a lot of funny moments in it there's one scene involving kid cuddy he's just standing there but you'll know when you see it it's i was like actually laughing in the theater Mm. um it's it's just a a well-written movie with some extra tie west elements to it so
1: yeah i would recommend it right guys on that note i'm gonna have to head off all right shane Um, Well, thanks for
0: stopping by for as much as you could.
1: Yeah, you are welcome, and I'll let you guys know how it all went.
0: All right. All right, see you,
1: man. See you later.
0: So, yeah, Mike, um, how Ty Westy is this movie? And I say that, like, you know, if, if you watch some of his other movies, House of the Devil, Innkeepers, stuff like that, like, those I picture are you know, like heavy acting forward a lot, like slow burns. Like you said, how does this movie sort of stack up against those?
3: It's the same. Like he's got his own distinct style that I don't think has ever really gone away from him. Mm -hmm. Um, the Innkeepers was super slow. House of the devil. Like as many people like it, I don't really care for that movie because it's just insanely slow. I respect it. I respect Ty West, but that movie is just on a different level of slow slowness for me. Um, Uh, This movie is, it can be slow, but it was more, it's hard to describe because like, it it is pretty slow, but there is a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, things involved. Um, They're, they're, you know, they're shooting, you know, porn and you're kind of like sitting there and you're like, well, you know, what are they, when is it going to be? getting to an interesting part and then an interesting part happens. So there's mm-hmm. like there are little moments that are, you know, Ty Westy and pretty slow, but it's I would say it's as more um I wouldn't say action, but it's more uh not as slow as his previous movies. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's no cabin fever too, spring fever.
3: <laughs> I forgot he directed
0: that. <laughs> I feel bad every time I bring that up. <laughs> it's but, so fucking bad.
3: But the acting is pretty on, on point, man. Like, even for as goofy as a premise as this, like, it's it's really well
0: done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to watch this. I just, uh, like, I, I could go to the movie theater to watch it. I think it was still playing this weekend, but it was, like, one show at 11 p.m. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's not going to happen. Yeah little late in the game, so I guess I'll wait for the uh HBO or uh you know the Hulu version to come out.
3: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be on one of them. I'm just glad that because I was thinking about it a while ago. I'm like, I haven't seen a good like Ty West movie in a while and I loved Innkeepers when I saw it and I really liked Sacrament and you know, I I just I was waiting for something and then this popped up. I'm like, oh okay, cool.
2: Yeah. And I guess yeah, I it's, and I really
3: Sacrament liked
0: was it was twenty thirteen. So. Yeah. Like, that's just forever ago.
3: I think he was doing, like, shows and stuff. Cause yeah. I th- he, think he, he did... directed uh, one of the episodes of The Exorcist show. Okay. I think. So, I know he's been dabbling in some TV shows, but I'm glad he, he's back to movies now, hopefully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. For a while, he was one of those, like... um the 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 young you know the the new breed of directors yeah he was going to he was going to be in that group him and robert eggers and stuff but like typically like he like oh my god <laughs> what happened to that man uh it, it took him like 20 years to make the green inferno and then that was it i think yeah then he remade cabin fever oh god i forgot that he remade that no, he didn't direct it, did he? I don't think he directed it, but he was heavily involved in it. Yeah.
2: Boof. Yeah.
0: But Eli Roth has to be on every, like, horror TV show that they, they discuss horror movies. Yeah, I don't get that.
3: I, I, I think he's probably, like, a cool person or whatever. I'm not saying anything against his, like, character, but he was... It was around that time where, like, him and Ty West were really coming, you know, up. And these were, like, this is, the like you said, the new breed of horror directors. Yeah. And, like, Ty West, I think, has done way more movies that I enjoyed than Eli Roth. Eli Roth had uh, Hostel 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, it for me. Like, I, I enjoyed Grin Inferno, but I was like, okay, I'm just watching Cannibal Holocaust, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was somewhat entertaining um but i think all the hype from green inferno were like he had filmed it like 10 years before it came out something like that
3: i didn't know that
0: yeah it was it was like a long time in the making and uh i don't know i guess it just for me it didn't live up to the quote unquote hype but uh there were some funny parts in it yeah i'm looking forward to this uh i do want to watch it and i'm going to search it out i should probably revisit some more Ty west Stuff because, like, I watched The Innkeepers like, when it came out, and I don't know that I've watched it since.
3: I'm the same way,
0: um, but I should probably go back and give that a shot. House of the Devil's one of those movies that I have watched, like, I know I've watched it at least three times, but it was like I started it like six times. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'll watch, is he good? And then I'd like a fall asleep, and I go, oh, oops,
3: and you missed nothing.
0: <laughs> I know. You wake up and you're like, oh, she's still roaming around the house. Okay, nothing's happened yet. (laughs) But, now give it a shot. So, cool. I think that's about it. We can wrap this one up. Yeah. So, it's good to get back and record something. After I feel like I've been on my ass doing nothing for a while. (laughs) I did get in a whole shitload of movies that I gotta watch. So, I'm gonna get on that.
3: Yeah, I've been getting a uh, lot of movies in that I have not watched at all. And I'm like, they're just... In my, <laughs> you know, shelf. <laughs> They're
0: yeah, not really too yeah. much of anything. And then I, like, I'll get, I just got in the uh, the new 4K RoboCop, and I'm like, oh, I really want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I've seen RoboCop a million times. It's one
3: of those movies, man, that, like, you could watch all the time.
0: Like, I should probably not watch that. I should watch one of the, like, dozens of other movies that I got in. <laughs> but, oh my god. Ivan, you're shedding. What are you doing on me, dude? <laughs> you missed a discussion I had about Ivan peeing in the shower. What? Ivan's my cat, by the way, so Well yeah, but like he Oh, like were you in the shower with them? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I my shower Is You know, it's like a walk-in shower, Mm -hmm. and sometimes instead of the litter box, Ivan will just pee down the shower drain. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) And exactly, I'm like, should I be discouraging this behavior, or just fine, I don't care. Good for you, dude. (laughs) Less clean up, man. Exactly, I don't even have to scoop it, it's just down there. (laughs) And then Shane brought up a good point that eventually he's going to start shitting in there. And I'm like, oh, that's true. Then I'll have to just waffle stomp it I was just going to say that. (laughs) So, all right, Ivan. (laughs) Well, I got to get off this because I got to do like 12 loads of laundry and then probably I should walk the dogs because they've been quiet. I can't believe they've been quiet. I don't think they know I'm here because they're downstairs. (laughs) I think like Elisa like, put them in their room and they're just like, oh, it's like when they go to work and we're just alone now, so they're just sitting down there. <laughs> they're gone forever. <laughs> gone forever, never to come back. So I'm going to go blow their minds by walking down there. Well, all right. Uh, I guess if anybody wants to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me... Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Ryan Tutelo. On Instagram, All You Need Ryan. And uh, yeah, I'm on the uh, Facebook group where All You Need Is Blood and the UHM Fans Facebook group. There's always some good stuff going on there. The uh, upcoming horror message board. I'm still around. It's mostly just an Elden Ring message board where Mike and I talk about Elden Ring. Yeah, there's like four active <laughs> posters now. It's like you, me, George, Fright. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, Fright. Yep. Yeah so um and yeah oh yeah if for shane uh shit what is shane's context? i really have no clue <laughs> <laughs> robo 74 i think right Uh yeah that sounds familiar that sounds right uh i believe that's his instagram i don't know his twitter i think it's dead cell society yeah i think so so uh that and he's on facebook as well and uh what about you mike
3: uh, I'm on the Facebook group. Both of them. I'm on the forum. Uh, I've I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast Instagram. Um, yeah, it's about it really.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Mike, and thanks everybody for listening. And I guess I'll just say bye for now. Bye. All right. Let's see if I remember how to stop recording this.